Hello, this is Kate Magic and you're listening to the Raw Living Podcast. Raw Living is Europe's leading raw foods and superfood supplier. I founded the company in 2002. And in this interview series, I talk to some of the people behind uh, the companies that we offer on our shop to find out more about what they do. Um, what is the ethos behind the company and particularly not just the processing in the in the products like the ingredients they use and how they put everything together but also how do they show respect for the environment how do they treat their workers Um, most companies in this industry put a huge amount of integrity and dedication into providing products that are really benefiting uh, the people and the planet so I wanted to provide insights into that when you're shopping with these companies you're not just investing in your health you're investing in a better world for us all On this show, our guest is Monica from Monk Oil City Skin Potions. She's telling us all about her potions and how they're created in New York. Hello, Monica. Hi, Kate. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. You're joining us from New York. I am. I'm uh, talking to you from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And that's where you started creating the product. Do you want to tell us a bit about the product and your journey to launch it? Yeah, um, we're, uh, both me and my um, business partner, Katie, live in Brooklyn. Um, but Monk Oil was, it sort of was born in Brooklyn. It also was sort of born in the Pacific Northwest of the United States. Um, Katie and I used to go on camping trips every year out there to sort of get away from the city. And we would spend time camping in the redwood forests of Oregon and California and Washington um, as a way of sort of de-stressing from everything that New York City does to a person. And it's such an amazing difference, right? The, the difference between living in a city and, and being out in nature and Every time we came back and re-entered the city, we wondered, why can't we just have that feeling of serenity and inner peace and groundedness when we're living in the city? What's missing? How, and how can we access that? There has to be a way that it's possible, you know? Um, and so Monk Oil was kind of born out of that, trying to find a way to carry that that inner sense of peace and well-being that one experiences in nature while living in a very busy urban environment. So that's that's how Monk Oil came about. So what was your background? Had you done any kind of work with plants already? Or? Yeah, so I had spent some time <clears throat> um, in college during the summers working on organic farms. Um, And I was also um, a chef at mostly vegetarian restaurants. Mm. So I I did have a background with uh, gardening and with um, making things from plants. Mm. Um, And Katie is a visual artist. So I think a a big part of the reason people pick up monk oil is because they look at the packaging and the Mm. label and something strikes them about it that is resonant and beautiful. And that's all Katie. so um, I also dabbled in herbalism a bit. So I was very comfortable mixing up potions for myself. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. I, I started to make um, what became monk oil for myself and for Katie. 
And then eventually people, you know, started to smell it on us and ask us what, what that was. And so I started to share it with my friends. And then one day Katie sat me down and she said, listen, you're a single mom. We need to make sure that you have money. Let's start selling this and see what happens. <laughs> and, um, and, that's, and that's what happened. We were, at the time we were both working at a school. I'm, a, I'm an early childhood teacher as well as a potion maker. And at the time, Katie was working at the school um, in an administrative capacity. And a lot of the moms we found would smell it on us and, and wonder what it was. And we would give it to them and they would use it on themselves and their children. And the first time we sold it was actually at our school's winter fair. Um, and so I really, I really have a, a lot to thank um, the parents of the Brooklyn Walder School for because that was where it was really sort of born, was from uh, supportive parents. <laughs> so tell yeah. us a bit about it. What actually is it and how do you recommend people use it? I'm actually just putting some on now. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, so I think one of the things that makes monk oil unique um, in the skincare world is that we didn't intend for it to just be used um, as a lotion, although you can put it on like a lotion, we like to say it's a potion, not a lotion. And part of that is intention and part of that is the ingredients. So the ingredients are organic and we very carefully source them. Um, so there's base oils um, and all of the base oils in the city skin potions are avocado oil and apricot kernel oil. And then each of the potions has different essential oils in them, but they also have some extra fun stuff in them. They have flower essences in them, and they also have crystals. Um, and the notion behind that is um, that we are hoping to address all the parts of the human, not just the skin. So yes, we address the skin, but then we also want to speak to your soul and your mood and your mind and we also want to speak to the energetic um subtler planes of your being your chi or your life force and and that is what the the crystals and the flower essences are there for and we also make it very intentionally on what we consider to be conspicuous days so full moons are an obvious one my favorite time to make monk oil is actually on a new moon because i i think new moons are rife with possibility and so the idea of conjuring up something on a new moon is um, a way for me to conjure up new possibilities and so i, I think about those things when i'm making the potions um so it's the intention behind it and the you know, those extra special ingredients that, that are in there. So every bottle of monk oil has a crystal in it. So when you finish your bottle of monk oil, um, you can pop that little top off and uh, carry your crystal with you. <laughs> so the crystal's in the bottle? Yeah, there's an actual crystal in every bottle. If you get the larger bottles, you might get a nice, larger, chunky crystal. You could put it in your pocket. The smaller bottles, sometimes um, they're a little bit smaller. But yeah, every bottle has actual crystals in it. Oh, I didn't realize that. And which crystals to use? Just a, just a little bit. I would say the ones that, um, you know, the ones that are in the large bottle might be like a small gumdrop or a little piece of candy, like about mm -hmm. that size. Mm -hmm. And then in the smaller bottles, they're, they're almost like little chips. 
you know, so it's not quite like fairy dust. It's maybe a little bit bigger than fairy dust. Wait, <laughs> Um, so each potion has a different crystal for a different reason. So the original potion that we made, um, the one with the blue label, that has a clear quartz crystal in it. And the reason that I use the clear quartz in that potion is because it's the best amplifier um, crystal. So any intention that you put into it, any of the ingredients, it's just going to amplify it. And it's also known to calm the nervous system. Um, and the, the original potion is very much um, what I think of as sort of a protective sheath. Mm -hmm. So I, I envision each of the potions um, serving a different purpose and, and giving something different to everyone um, who lives in urban environments because mm -hmm. all of our needs are different. Mm -hmm. um, so I can get into that for a minute, so in a minute, but the, so there's clear quartz crystal and the original potion and then the Dawn potion has um, a rose quartz crystal in it. And the dusk potion has carnelian and the Palo Santo potion has smoky quartz. Mm. So um, yeah, it, it's, pretty, it's pretty magical. <laughs> um, so each, each of the potions I, I sort of envision in a different way. So like I said, the original is like a protective sheath. So, when I first started making it, I was thinking of the ways in which we can often, for those of us who live in cities, often feel sort of accosted by the environment around us. Like a lot of times we can feel, feel overwhelmed and exhausted because there's so many people around us or because there's so many buildings around us and it's very noisy or perhaps we're in front of a computer all day or on the subway or the train or in airports, um, those kind of hectic environments can kind of short our systems out. And so um, I made the original potion um, in hopes of sort of bringing us back to what it feels to be enveloped by nature. So that, that feeling of being grounded to the earth, but uplifted as well, having mental clarity and feeling protected. Um, and obviously hoping to calm our nervous systems down. And so the, the flower essence actually that's in that potion is really special. It's made by the Flower Essence Society and it's Yarrow Environmental Solution, which is specifically made to help people in toxic environments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's the original potion. And then should I just go on to the, the yeah, next potions and yeah. just grab them? Okay. And so, um, so that was the original potion. That was Katie and I wondering, you know, how can we feel at peace like we are in nature with the original potion? And then it was time for us to make another potion. I could, I could feel one coming and we talked a lot about mm -hmm. it. And one of the things that Katie talked a lot about was this feeling of sort of shutting down, how a lot of us out of necessity when we're in these busy urban environments can have a tendency to close ourselves off, you know, um, to protect ourselves from, you know, an overwhelming environment, um, beautiful as it is. I don't, I don't want to make it seem like I feel negatively about cities at all because I, I've chosen to live in New York City for close to 20 years. I love it here. Um, but so the Dawn Potion, we thought, 
of as a way of helping people to open up and bloom. So if you think of a flower blooming, specifically a rose, that sort of sense of, of opening oneself up to loving active service. And so in that potion, like all of the ingredients are about that. So whereas in the original potion, we have cedar and lavender oil, which are very sort of groundy, mental clarity, essential oils. The, ro- the, the Dawn potion has rose essential oil, rose quartz crystal, and rose flower essence. It's very, <laughs> it's very gentle and opening and loving. Um, but there's also a bright pop of sage in there um, because we don't, um, we don't want to get too overly romantic and dreamy because then we can get lost. And so I feel like sage helps us find a little bit of clarity within those feelings of love and softness. Um, so that's the dawn potion. So that's sort of like an opening gesture. And, and which, then... Which flower essence do you use in that one? That's wild rose flower essence from California. So it, it grows um, near the Pacific Ocean. So it's, it's, we call it a triple rose formula with a splash of sage. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, and the rose quartz crystal is known as the crystal of unconditional love. Mm. And um, the Flower Essence Society describes their wild rose flower essence as encouraging active service. So one must obviously feel unconditional love for oneself to, to have, find success in the world, but also to see love as an action word and to be able to spread love around you um, is, is the idea behind that. So then, so then after that, um, with the city skin potions comes Dusk. And Dusk was a very different potion. Um, it's, uh, it is, for me, I would call it an aphrodisiac, but I would also call it um, like a, a power potion. So Katie and I were talking about making a love potion and we thought, okay, well, what is sexy? When we think of aphrodisiacs, we usually, you know, it's like the stereotypical stuff like chocolate and red wine and roses, but really like what, what is beautiful? What is sexy? What is something desirable? When, when does, when do I feel sexy Mm. and what does that even mean? You know, and, and how do I project that to others? And we sort of realize that it's not about the way a person looks at all, but it's more about, do you, like, self-knowledge mm. and, and walking with purpose through life. Those things are very um, attractive qualities in a human being. I feel attractive when I walk with purpose, mm-hmm. you know, and when I know what I want and when I love myself. And when um, I, feel, I feel powerful and I know who I am. The, when I feel that way about myself, I feel inwardly and outwardly attractive. And so the ingredients in the Dusk Potion sort of support that sense of inner knowing and a drive to go after what one mm-hmm. wants. And the crystal in that is carnelian, which is a very sort of grounded... Um, courageous crystal and the um 
the flower essence in it is, is from the calla lily flower, which is a very interesting, um, an interesting flower essence to work with, especially during this uh, time and in this political environment. Calla lily is known to embody both the spiritual attributes of, of masculine and feminine. Um, and so if one is suffering from feelings of um, being plagued by sexism around them or is going through a period of transformation in their own sexual identity, whatever that is, Kelly flower essence can be very helpful for that. Um, and I like to think that it sort of balances all of us. And I, I think that that's something that's very much needed in today's world, um, especially in the United States and our political climate. Um, and then the, the essential oils are rose and patchouli and sandalwood, which are both meditative and musky. Um, <laughs> it's a very, it's, it's our, it's our vegan musk. That's what I like to call it. Yeah. Um, and then the last question we have um, is we do not call a city skin pollution because it was not specifically designed for people who live in urban environments. Obviously, all of our potions can be used by anyone who cares to use them. Um, but the Palo Santo was not specifically thought of as, a, as an urban potion. And we had some um, friends who own a company called Encausa. And they came to us and said, we, you know, we're making these Palo Santo incense and we have this beautiful Palo Santo essential oil that some people we know are making and we don't make body products, but you make magic potions and would you like to make a magic potion mm -hmm. with us? And so it was a collaboration with the folks at Encausa and that particular potion um, was created to elevate both the mind and the spirit. And we think of it as a ritual potion in whatever way people create their own rituals for cleansing, for anointing, to heal, to sanctify, to dispel negativity, to have an expansive sort of otherworldly experience. Palo Santo is very um, amenable to all of that. Mm -hmm. And there's, um, other than the Palo Santo essential oil, there's vetiver in it, which is a lovely um, grounding um, essential oil. And the flower essence is called self-heal. Um, I was thinking when I was making it about times when I've done a room cleansing or done a, you know, experienced a cleansing on my body, there's always a sense that, um, once you take all of the, once you cleanse, you have to put sweetness and warmth back in. You have to re-ensoul. Mm. And so um, the self-healing flower essence is about taking control of one's own healing, putting something positive back in so that you're not just a, a blank slate with nowhere to go, you know. Um, and the crystal smoky quartz is one that's very good at transforming negative energy into mm. positive energy. So I, I know that a, a lot of friends of mine wear it and when they wear it and walk into a room, people say, did someone just light some incense? Because it has this way, it has this way of traveling gently through the air and sort of cleansing the air as you walk along. 
Yeah. So those are those are our four potions that we currently have. Do you do you have any great stories? I feel like you might have some great stories of people using them and magical things. Well, <laughs> yeah, I def I definitely do. I actually the the most the most magical story I have um, actually involves a death, and I I don't mean to be um, morbid at all, but um, but my father passed away last summer. And I saw him a few weeks. He was um, very old. He was um, in his late 80s. And um, he'd been ill for, for several years and had really been suffering. And, and it was really time for him to go. And, and he was sort of having, a tr having trouble letting go. Um, but I was with him um, a week or two before he passed. And I remember being with him when he, the day he got taken into hospice, you know, and his caregivers decided that, you know, it's, it's it's getting near the time let's do this and um and then there was the weekend that my father was passing and I could feel it my my father lives in North Carolina with my mom and I could feel that he was he was on his way out and my mom called me and said he's you know it's true he's on his way out it, it'll happen in a day or two and I was very glad that I saw him shortly before he passed, but there was a part of me that really wanted to be there. And my mother told me later, and she even took photographs of it, that she had brought the dusk potion, the one that's about courage and knowing who you are and going mm -hmm. after what you need to go after, that she had brought it with her so that a part of me was, was in the room with him. And he had been experiencing labored breathing. He was having a really hard time just taking a breath. And she puts him on her hands and sort of, you know, kind of put her hands over his face and kind of cradled his face and her hands with the dusk on it. And she said that all of a sudden he started breathing deeply and calmly and his, his whole body relaxed. And, um, and shortly after that, he passed away. And I thought, what? I'd, I'd never thought when I, when I had made the dusk potion about, you know, going after what you want and that beauty of self-knowledge and what comes next and having a purpose, I'd never really thought of that in connection to one of the biggest transitions we can, the, the biggest transition we make in life, right, is, is moving towards death. And um, I love the notion that maybe I helped my father a little mm. bit to get, to get to that place. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the that's the best story I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's next for Monka? Do you have more projects in the pipeline? Are you coming up with more potions? We do. So we have one more potion that will will complete the set of city skin potions. We have the original we um we think of as nighttime. We, 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 put time, we put times of day with all the potions. So we have dawn, dusk, night. So obviously high noon is coming soon. Um, and I'm, I'm very excited about it. It's going to be our happy potion. Mm. It's all about happiness and serenity. And it feels like a wonderful way to sort of complete the, complete the saga of uh, the Mongol journey. And what are some of the other ways to use it other than just putting it onto your skin? What are the other ways? Right. So, so there's, there's so many ways to use it. You, you can absolutely positively slather it all over your skin at any, at any time. 
Um, I know quite a few fellows who use it as a beard oil. Um, some people put it in their hair. Um, I like to use it after I practice yoga. I'll take a, a hot bowl of water and I'll put a few drops of monk oil in and I'll give myself a sponge bath. Mm -hmm. And that's a really nice way of sort of centering myself. A lot of people will, I know, put it on their temples and their third eye before they meditate or a little bit on various parts of their body before they do yoga. Um, I, I, I like that um, the ingredients in monk oil are pure enough that you, you can't drink it, but you can basically do anything else with it. Um, I, I had a, I'm a runner and um, I had some soreness in my legs that was getting pretty serious. And I went to my holistic physician and she said, just put the monk oil on it. It's anti-inflammatory. And I thought, oh, right. <laughs> so it also can be used um, as a massage oil. <laughs> Yeah, and um, the little bottles are really great for um, carrying around. If you feel like you're about to enter a situation and you need a little bit of help, um, putting it on uh, your wrists um, or any of your pulse points is a good idea. Um, my girlfriend has uh, a routine in the morning that involves all four um, potions. And I'm trying to remember how she does it. There, I think... She, um, the original might go on the limbs, the dawn maybe on the neck and face, the dusk on the core, and I'm not exactly sure where she puts the palo <laughs> but <laughs> it, it's a little bit, you can mix, you can mix and match them. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your routine? Do you have like a favorite way of, a favorite um, rhythm with them? Yeah, well, before I go to bed, I really like to put the original on. I find it helps me sleep. Um, the cedar and the lavender are both very calming and grounding. So I usually put some, I'll give myself a little neck massage with the original before I go to bed. The dusk is the most amazing face serum I've ever used. And I'm, I'm not just saying that because I make it, but it's, a, it's an excellent face serum for any kind of skin. Um, so I, I always use that after, after I wash my face, I'd like to wash my face with something very simple, just warm water or some sort of sugar, like maple syrup or honey or something like that. And then I, I use dusk on my, on my face to um, moisturize it. Um, but whenever I get out of the shower, I, I slather it all over and it really depends on what I'm looking for you know if I'm often I find if I'm going to be speaking um, like if I have a public speaking engagement or I'm going to be meeting new people I generally put on the dawn potion because I feel like it helps me um, meet new people in a way that's comfortable I can be a little bit introverted so I find that that dawn helps me when I'm, I'm going out to be social um, if I'm going into a situation where I feel like um, I'm not sure about the energy of the people in the room, I often put on Palo Santo. Um, that usually happens if I ever enter a bar. <laughs> if I know I'm going to be going into a bar, I usually wear Palo Santo. <laughs> um, I know if I'm going into Manhattan, I'm going to be on the subway. I'm putting the original on. Um, Dusk is usually my go-to potion. So yeah. if, if if I don't know what I need that day, I, I usually I usually reach for the dust. Um, 
but I always put it on after the shower and a little bit of the original before bed. Yeah. Monica, thank you so much. That's so fascinating. Yeah, thanks for, for talking. I realized I, I have a lot to say about my class. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening. You can check out the products we've been talking about by visiting Raw Living, rawliving.eu. If you haven't got uh, an account already, sign up for an account. You get £5 off your first order. And uh, you can also hear more of my interviews over on katemagic.com. Please subscribe and rate the podcast. It really helps. And yeah, thank you. See you next time.